king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, folks, to March 25th, 2023. This is Non-Compliant America. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. And 2023 has not been a boring year. I'll tell you, it just seems like every day, every week, there's just some more catastrophic thing happening meant to distract you, meant to divert from the great things and the great momentum that's happening on how we are capturing and recapturing essentially the American system and the American spirit. And the Great Awakening is happening. We are underway under that. And the best and most and important thing that we can always do is focus on ourselves and focus on our local communities. And capturing local communities or recapturing them uh, from the global tyrants that have essentially uh, infiltrated even down to a local level. And we talk about it all the time uh, on this show about how do we fight back and how do we do that. And so I had to bring in probably the best, most prominent uh, individual associated with the local uh, element, just in the grassroots fighting, uh, trying to get the good people elected, trying to help with campaigns, trying to expose the voter fraud here in uh, FEMA Region 10, formerly known as Oregon, you know, trying to do all of these good and great things. And that's Mr. Don Powers. Mr. Don Powers, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm very happy to be here. You know, we've tried to do this for several months now, so I'm glad we were able to finally make it happen today. Yeah, it's almost a year. <laughs> it's almost been a year. You okay, know. that's my fault. <laughs> no, I, that's I own both, that. It's both of us. <laughs> uh, but it's great to have you here. And, and, and Don, you are just such a, uh, a role model as far as getting out there, you know, just getting in the weeds and getting in the thick of things, putting your money where your mouth is, uh, and, and really seeing and getting involved because I don't think you've been involved in politics your whole life. You know, it's not something you were, you're born into. It's just one day you said enough's enough and you're just going to get involved, you know, because tell us a little bit about your background and then we'll kind of talk about some things that are going on, uh, in the local legislation and, and how people can do and what they can do to fight back against that. Yeah. Background wise, uh, I was a former software tech or uh, executive, a senior vice president of North America for a software company. Um, did a lot of work with uh, progression or uh, compression algorithms, excuse me, motion analysis, those types of things. And um, but I, uh, I stepped off from that company when we sold off or licensed off my division. Um, started another small software company, sold that off. Um, but I never in my life was very involved with the politics. Um, I was living in Atlanta when 9-11 hit, for example, and that was a shocker for me because the company I was working for, actually, I tell the story that I stepped off because they licensed off my my uh, division, which is true um, in part. The, the full truth really is I was in our office. I was heading up to New York from Atlanta on 9-11, and uh, I was supposed to have a meeting with MLB, Major League Baseball, up on Fifth Avenue. And I was uh, stopping by the office to on, on my way to get on the MARTA to head over to the airport. And I look at the monitor that we had in the in the entryway, and I'm looking at it, and I see the building leaning, and I'm like, that doesn't look right. I'm a motion analysis guy. I'm a video uh, you know, expert and this, that, and everything, and that just don't look right. And I didn't realize what was going on, and I turned to my to the our receptionist, and she says, don't you listen to the news? Yeah, not 
not usually know why yeah. she goes well you know a plane hit the oh I, I said well i heard that i thought it was i thought it was like a cessna or something and they showed the replay on it I said that's oh crap you that's know a that's, a, that's a freaking airliner mm-hmm. i had no idea i'm thinking you know some some tree hugger you know whack in, in a cessna you know just decided to make a statement or something um and uh it's like we're under attack i mean i was just shocking of course throughout the course of that day it became more and more apparent you know what had happened sure and i remember the uh president of our company he came out he's from switzerland and it's a swiss company uh and he uh everybody's just glued to the tv and, and talking about it and worried about what's going on and he says so come on everybody let's just get back to work there's nothing you know we can do about it let's just and i thought holy crap this sob i mean he sure. was a friend but it made me realize at that moment that he wasn't he, he didn't care i said that about us as Americans. He didn't care about what's happening in our country. He didn't care that we just got attacked and thousands of Americans are dying and is burning. Mm-hmm. He's like, just go back to work. That's a distraction type of thing. And uh, I was mad. I turned around and said, look, anybody who needs to go home right now, go home and be with your family. Um, go. You're free to leave. Um, I said, Victor, I can't believe you just did this. You know, I can't believe you just said this. I said, uh, you clearly don't care about, you know, what's happening here. You're just here with your company mm-hmm. to take advantage of our money and our, and our position and, and, and further your company. Um, and that's just, I can't live, I can't do that. So yeah. with so, the fact that they had licensed off my division and that realizing this company was just, you sure. know, that, that corporate, you know, entity, right? That creature, I couldn't, my conscience couldn't do it. Um, so I left and came to Oregon, you know, came home to Oregon. Um, but, uh, I still didn't really get involved. It started, it started me going, though, down the path of, of paying mm-hmm. attention. Sure. And I think that happened a lot uh, with a lot of people on 9-11. It was, a, it was a shot across the bow that essentially woke up the modern generation of people that, you know, we've been asleep. We've had so much prosperity for so long and nothing like that's ever happened. Now, now we can go into the weeds of what was behind 9-11 and, and what really happened. I have my, you know, um, suspicions. And in fact, it's all pretty much confirmed of what it was used to, to roll out the Department of Homeland Security uh, and to set up the uh, the uh, police state that we're in now, you know, and, and fast forward, you know, 22 years later on how far that's progressed and when we had COVID and the lockdowns and, and the initiation of that next step, you know, getting into additional controls is, is we don't understand, you know, with the exposure with what Ed, Edward Snowden did and, and Julian Assange back in back in the, uh, the early days, you know, uh, really exposing kind of the deep state and the infrastructure tied in with this. You know, we're now seeing kind of the fermenting and growth of what's come of that. They've gone from beta stages to now actively engaging it. And we're, you know, I, I don't want to get off too much on it, but I mean, with the banking collapses, I mean, there's 186 other banks that are set to collapse as to what they're saying. I think it's actually going to be more than that. They keep saying the word recession. I'm saying the word depression, you know, because I couldn't see a sustainable model where, you know, there's already been five or six banks that have collapsed. Deutsche Bank, I think, is right on the right on the edge. Yeah, they went down 10 percent yesterday. That's yeah. A, and that's a significant number. Yeah. And the percent. S&Ps look to dip into 50 percent. I mean, it's just it's just chaos, you know, and um, and and in that it's all it's all controlled demolition. Right. So to get us further into this thing. And so. What the importance is and, and all the things that you're doing and why I emphasize local, because that's really where our fight is. That's really where all these fights are. And you've been demonstrating. I mean, you were with Seth Keschel and you went to uh, Mike Lindell's yep. event. Correct. Uh, back in 2020 when they stole the election or was that 21? I think it was, well, 21, early 21. 21, right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. So March or so. In the bed, all that, you went there, you saw it, you saw this election fraud. And so 
as far as that goes, I'd like to talk about how has that progressed and how have we, what kind of successes have we had here in Oregon against some of that voter fraud and voter suppression and stuff that's coming out? I mean, I mean, we could talk about it forever, but there's Google, Facebook, Twitter, you know, all those confirmations that have happened with the Twitter files now coming out in the house uh, about how they basically censored, deplatformed, and shadow banned. I mean, nothing candidates. basically about it. They flat out did it. I mean, well, you know, 100%. Well, they did it, right? Yeah, they, but they, they did it. Disgusting. It's, yeah, so sorry. I, I, yeah, I just don't want to soften it. That's all. Well, you it know? is. It's 100% confirmed that, that they've done all of this. And so what do we do and how and what's going on locally and, and who's behind it? Who are the fighters that are, you know, actively? I know Angela Plowhead uh, is doing really well and kind of fighting against yeah, she's uh, some of that stuff. So, um, y- you know, it's really interesting because uh, you talk about local, local, and that's um, that's really the key, right? Mm-hmm. I, I realized when I looked when when I had this bigger picture from having uh, from my software background, technology background allowed me to to understand what was happening in the machines really well, um, and I realized that you know you can't beat these machines. You can't. You, we're we're not going to outvote these machines. We've got to stop the corruption, um, and we we can't really. Uh, we can't do much about the Fed raising their rates, right, or the CBDC uh, stuff going on and um, the, the war in Ukraine and, and what we just did to Syria and all this garbage that's happening, all these distractions keeping us not looking at the core of the problem and really what we have to do, the only way we're going to take this thing back, the only way we're going to correct course is from the bottom up. We yep. can't do it from the top down. we got to get involved locally, starting at your school board, your... your um, Even being your, a PCP. PC, well, being a, being a PCP in your districts... Mm-hmm. Is, in, is really important in your county because then you can affect being a PCP. It, allow, it gives you an avenue to be active in your community, but also within the Republican Party itself, let's say, or whatever party you're affiliated with. But it gives you the ability to become active within that party. And then hopefully that party is giving you tools that you can go out in the community and start affecting change. Yep. So they're getting involved. Uh, like I'm in Clackamas County, and we've done a, a, a big turnaround there in uh, Clackamas County where we've uh, completely changed out the Republican Republican Party's uh, Central Committee to a whole new America first. Huge victory. Yeah, huge victory. Yeah, I was at that uh, conference or the fundraiser that you guys did and Mm -hmm. powerful just to see the guys and what they talk about. Packed the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Packed house. Everybody wants that. And that's the thing is is that's where the, the real change and the real fights happen is that once you get some real candidates that people can get behind, the people will come. If you build it, they will come. That's the key, right? What you yep. said there is, is, in my opinion, one of the challenges that's been lacking uh, within the Republican Party in Oregon. Again, I'm fairly new to all this, but I have, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not naive. We don't put good, strong America first candidates in place to really bring out the base of the Republican Party. We still have too, way too many Republicans, so-called registered Republicans who are not active in what's happening in our country. They're not awake and aware of what's happening for many reasons. One's we're not, we're not making, we're not making them aware because as a party, we're not actively engaging with our constituents. We aren't actively engaged in our local communities and, and going to these events and being a PCP and just sitting in. And, and one of the things that we were talking about at Political Coffee with Jeff last week is that it just takes you as an individual, it just takes you to get involved and just, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know everything. You don't know have to know every, how everything works, but just being there allows you Absolutely. to understand it. And it's just like a, uh, a muscle. And if you don't exercise that muscle, it'll never grow. 
But when we start out in the trades and you start, you know, doing something initially first, you have to grow into it and you have to be more comfortable with it and see how those types of things work. So well, here's go a good here's a good example of that for me. I get asked to go speak at school board meetings and I'm happy to do it, but it's frustrating for me. And you, know, you get three minutes. So I spend the first 30 seconds actually talking to the school board. Then I turn around and I look at the parents and I say, what's going on here? You've got, let's say, 7,000 students in your school, right? That's at least 14,000 parents. 14,000 people. And you're letting this crap go on in your schools. You're letting them teach this garbage, bring this pornography in your school, teach you that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. I'm talking to a friend of mine, uh, or excuse me, a friend of mine, my brother down in California, for example, the school district down that he belonged, that his children belong to down there, literally is um, having a uh, trans what was it? Uh, not trans, what are we getting mixed trans up? Trans bathroom. Well, no, they're, they're, they're actually having an awareness an awareness day where wow. bringing awareness to um, the contributions of uh, trans yeah. people to our South, schools. South Salem High School in Salem has a tampon dispenser in the men's bathroom. Yeah, lots of lots of schools. Uh, that was well, that That's was a state crazy. mandate. Well, the thing is, you got seventeen. You know, you got fourteen thousand parents. Let's say. Yeah. And and I turn around and there's forty people in the yeah. room. And you know, this can be stopped really easily. hundred percent. People talk about this all the time. Yep. They talk about it and talk about it and they say, "Oh, this is terrible. They I can't believe they're they doing complain. this." You know what it takes? It takes four hundred people showing up in that room and another four hundred in the parking lot and simply right. saying, "No, we will We're not, not comply." We won't Absolutely. comply. You people change these things or get off the board and we're here to replace you. We got plenty of people in the room yep. that are willing to place you. So you can either grab your things and stand up and leave, or you can listen to what we have to say. Absolutely. You're listening to non-compliant America. I'm Joshua Michael. We got Don Powers in the house today. Lots of great topics talking about how we can get back, how we can make a change here in our local community. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Second segment. We're talking about how we can give back locally and how we can do... The fight is all about being local. And you understand the importance of that if you want to look more on a federal level with what's going on. It's the local jurisdiction in New York that is setting this whole precedent in New York with Trump, right? Everybody wants to talk about the Trump arrest thing, and I don't really want to get into it today. But it is a great distraction. And it's a distraction because if you listen to George Soros or some of these big bankers or big NGOs, they are capturing things at a local level. It's all about local. We can't do anything about what's going on federally, right? But there's some great things happening locally and some big fights happening, huge successes in Clackamas County huge successes with the greater Idaho movement. And there's been a huge development tied in with that, where there are officials in these counties that are so sick of what Oregon and the legislators in Salem are doing and dictating to them on the east side of, of this state. They're, it's only pushing them 
into the hands of Idaho or whether it becomes a 51st state. You know, the possibilities are endless. You know, this is the American system. The great succession is what built this country, right? Us succeeding from that system. So the, the possibilities are endless. The prime is pumped. As things are getting derailed and as systems are getting derailed, it's leaving a lot of opportunity. Now, these globalists and global corporations think that they're going to build on the rubble of the destruction of this country. They're going to build their new ecosystem, the 15-minute cities, the CBDC tracking programs, all of that stuff. But in the same breath, if we can take back our local communities and take back our local legislations and our local infrastructure, they aren't going to be able to push that through. And as Don was talking about earlier, about 14,000 parents in a, in a school of 7,000 kids, right? Say there's 10,000 parents. All of it takes is a small amount. I mean, 400 people out of 10,000 or 14,000, that is such a tiny amount. But we have to understand that we have to get off of our couches we have to understand that Netflix and Paramount Plus and all these TV shows and Yellowstone and whatever you guys want to watch and be distracted of, or your kids' soccer games and stuff, yes, that is important. It is important to maintain the humanity in this fight because that's really what we're fighting for is the fact that maintaining our humanity because we're being demoralized in every way that we can, whether it's through the transgender thing, but they're attacking our kids. So it really takes us to figure out a way embedded into our routines once a week twice a week 10 times a month whatever it takes to get your commitment to see what's going on see what these school boards are voting on see what your legislators are voting on see what they're talking about see how they talk how do you combat against it just go speak your mind you might not have all the answers but just getting involved and getting in the arena that's the american system that's how we take this stuff back so don in that I know there's a lot of legislation. There's new bills coming out. The 2001 bill, um, everybody's talking about right now. Um, what's going on with the 2001 bill and just the government funding where they're trying to just pay off all the homeless people? And Well, there's 2001 and then closely tied to it is also uh, 5019 and both basically dealing with housing and, and subsidizing housing, subsidizing rent, more money going to the homeless. But before we get into too much, I just want to remind everybody XX, XY, that's it. It's, there's only two. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just, you know, just a little side note, so to speak. A little science lesson. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Follow the science, right? Um, but I, I want to touch on that when we get a chance to, because uh, speaking of legislation, but so with, with 2015 and uh, 2001, we're talking about, you know, huge budgets of over $200 million. And we've got the legislators on the Republican side, 50%, the caucus somehow decided among themselves that they're going to go 50%. Half of them voted for it and half of them voted, voted against it. And the quagmire that it puts them in, and I've had a conversation with two of them, two of our legislators that voted for this bill, and I wish that they wouldn't have. But here's their understanding and here's why. And I think it's important that the people understand not just that there was a vote one way or the other, but but what happens behind closed doors and why this happens. Right. So our legislators are, are in a minority. So this thing was going to pass no matter what it was going to pass. So the question is, um, do you fight it and capitulate to the point where you say, OK, look, I'm 
I will vote yes and, and, and ease up on the resistance, but if you'll take this out or take that out. So I was talking to one of our representatives. I don't want to mention their names right now, even though they have agreed to come on when we can get them on and talk about this, which I think is fantastic. But um, good, strong patriots who've, who've said, here's the thing. Uh, it was going to pass. They're going to pass it. So the best that I could do was offer them a yes if they can take out this, that, or the other thing. Say tw- I, I saved $20 million and I asked them to pull this particular piece out and which was uh, one of them I talked to was encouraged and was able to get them to pull out the piece where they were going to give free pipes, yeah. for example, as part of this, you know, 2000 or 5019. So, well, you it's know, like negotiating, safe. negotiating the surrender. Hey, I'll turn myself in and instead of decapitating all of my limbs, maybe just yeah. give me a leg. Maybe. Yeah, give yeah, me, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you take anything it just can't be a finger right <laughs> um and uh that type of a thing so you know there is something to be said for realizing sure. the reality of it 100%. now i and one of the others uh, mentioned to me well you know we don't want to give the, uh, the the democrats this talking point that if if we don't vote for it then we don't care about the homeless and we don't care about and it's like and and i personally am a little more uh rebellious about that i'm a little stronger stand on that like no who gives a who what the i had a different word in mind um what what the democrats are going to say about you they're going to say it anyway they're going to say no matter what and you're not going to convince what you can you can sit there and you can tell them uh yep i voted for this so then i care for you know i do care for the homeless um but well you're not going to change any votes you're not going to you're not going to get them to vote for you and give you anything you're not going to get the Democrats to start voting for Republicans because, oh, look at this person cares. No, but in contrary, not. in contrary, what about all the Republicans, what they're going to say about you when you do vote for it? Right. No. How, are, how are you not worried about that? And you're contingent, con, contingent or. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a matter of they're a little bit. They're trying to um, hit this middle road and I'm tired of the middle road. There is no middle road. There's no compromise left. You can't compromise with the no, terrorists. You can't. You can't. The communists don't compromise. No, they don't. So, and people have to realize that that's really what we're in right now, right? And we have been for for 35 years or really more than that in this country and especially in this state. The communists now control every lever of power in our state. They yep. can control the judiciary. They control the legislature. They control the education system. They control the monetary systems, right? They control every lever of power and they certainly as hell control the voting systems, right? So what do we do? Get back, take it locally and get involved. That's right. We're going to talk more about that on the way. On the other side, thanks for listening. Noncompliant America. Visit noncompliantamerica.com. We'll be right back. and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Hey, yo, so check this out. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. Third segment. And we got a special guest here today. We got Ivan Ranklin on the phone. And uh, we're kind of diving in talking about all the local and how we take things back locally and how we get involved locally. Uh, I know he has some other news he wants to talk about, but Ivan, welcome. You're in the fight. You are in the weeds. You are putting pressure on these politicians and and really putting their money where their mouth is. How are you today, sir? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, foot on neck and apply maximal pressure. 
and, and never give up. Always force them into 100%. And if you're not at 100%, meaning, you know, a lot of these rhinos and weaklings have compromised down to zero. The philosophy needs to be they compromise to our 100%. And if we're still not 100%, then we continue to push to make sure that they compromise to our 100%. And that's just it. We've been talking a lot about, you know, how these Republicans are capitulating uh, to the Democrats and, you know, compromising with them and doing these things. We just have to stop doing that. We need to take a play out of their playbook and make them come to us. The, the, the public is behind us. We just need the good candidates and the good good people to actually do what they're, the people's will right. and what the people want. Here's what... Here, Right, exactly. And the thing is, some people are like, oh, wow, 100%, you're not even going to compromise. Here's the thing, is that we have certain definitions. We have certain rules. You don't compromise those, like the Constitution, like the Bible, right? Like You have certain things that you do not deviate from. And what are they doing? They're trying to deviate on what a man is, what a woman is, and then they want to promote mutilating their children, not only physically, but mentally. And if you're not fighting back to make sure that's, uh, that doesn't continue uh, on the, in the digital and in the physical sphere, well, then guess what? You're just as much of a problem. Because so, it requires folks like you and me to make sure that they, you know, they, they don't do this. Because I would put it this way. If you're just sitting in the way, I still have to move you, yeah. even though you're not doing anything. That so is a great if you get out of the way... It's a little bit helper, but if you actually jump in and help out, then it makes it easier for folks like us yep. to actually, you know. You know, I have an, it, it reminds me, Ivan, of the old uh, Lee Iacocca phrase, right? Lead, follow, or get out of the way. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I'm trying to build leaders, right? So, because at the end of the day, you build leaders by actually having events in person where you essentially, if you're coming in person to an event, particularly those that are coming and traveling from a distance, well, guess what? You're already in. You're all in. You're going to dedicate time, effort, and, yep. and you know, sweat equity mm-hmm. into making sure this thing works out. So th- those, those events are essentially to activate, mobilize, train, advise, and equip the leaders in the communities, whether it's down, you know, at the precinct level, county level, state level, et cetera, right? And then those that you still have to kind of influence the digital battlefield, and create content because guess what? If you're not creating content, that means you have 0% market share in the competition for ideas. Zero. Okay. Yep. So then people are like, Oh no, no, I do everything in person. Well, guess what? You do everything in person, but you also have to create content around absolutely everything that you do in person so that you then can compete for the battle of ideas in the digital ecosystem. Cause a lot of people don't show up in person and you're not going to, get to them. Well, even that, though your message is, is promote truth and, and honesty. And that, that's kind of simple there. Well, and that's just it. But that leads me into the, the other thing. What do you think about this bill that's now going to the Senate and getting punted to the Senate uh, for the, the ban, banning TikTok and kind of social media construct and stuff like that? What do you think that is with the Democrats actually getting involved on that and getting behind that? What does that mean? Is that is that a shot across the bow to China? Because China's basically captured a lot of these uh, tech companies or running them? Or it, it, what do you think that signifies um, the fact? Because, you know, there's very few times where 
people have been on board with what the Democrats are doing because they're just destroy, 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 destroy. You know, what What do you think that signifies, Ivan? Have you been following that at all? Yeah, I've been following that. I was there actually just right after they, you saw the arrest that they made, I think it was a couple days ago, of one of the protesters that yeah. was in that hearing. But bottom line is, uh, anytime that both parties are doing something, that means they're both in on something to yep. cover up something. Yep. And what is that? Co- then the next question is, what are they covering up? Do you think? Well, it, well, it could they're be- covering up from us that if that is exposed the Ch- Chinese Communist Party capture of all of our executive branch. Yep. Starting at the White House, the CCP, Jiden, you know, Mamala Harris over there at the Naval Observatory, and everybody that's downstream from them, right? To include what uh, Chris Ray has been doing in the previous first term of Trump, and then this current quasi, totally illegitimate executive branch leadership, right? He's like the, the lead actor in this. So all these guys are covering up because they see we're coming for them. Yep. We're coming for them because we know that they are captured, and like the country is not going to withstand this much longer. So they have to concede a little bit of ground. And while it looks good in a court of public domain, a court of public opinion, it, let, let's face it, TikTok has been on our phones and the collective for China to go ahead and uh, uh, obtain a lot of data. Yeah. And so it's almost as though they've already gotten everything they've needed. Yep. They've already deployed their balloons because Xi didn't allow them to do the you know, reconnaissance missions of all of our assets and national security things within the country. I mean, this is a traitor beyond all, like beyond all doubt. This guy, you know, one of the uh, and then those that are appointed downstream for them, right? So that he gets ten percent for himself and the and his family and those around him. And this is kind of like the Democrats know that the gig is up, so they have to make it look like they're not in on the gig, even though they are, right? Sure. Here's a perspective on this that I've been thinking about a little bit, Ivan. Think about this. That's my perspective. Yeah, I appreciate your perspective always, brother. Um, One of the things I've been thinking about that I think is playing a factor too is that. At the end of the day, TikTok's been handing it to these, you know, all the advertising. They've been getting all this advertising dollars, all this money, right? And they're, I think they're handing it to Facebook and Twitter and these other, these other platforms. And, they're, and no. these tech people so I, I don't are know, getting pissed off. I don't know off. about any of these platforms. The only ones that I know about are Bruce, Telegram, Getter, Rumble. <laughs> I've heard of those. The other ones that you mentioned, never heard of them. Point taken. And if they even exist, I'm not even sure why they exist. Sure. <laughs> Point they, taken. Because well, any platform does that that does not allow free speech and curates and manipulates because of the direct at the direction of the FBI FBI to go ahead and manipulate the data so that it mutilates the brain of millions of people in the US so that their only reality is TDS. Yep. That's problem. It a hundred percent is. It's it's information war. It's uh, it's it's military grade propaganda that's being embedded into our culture through these cell phones. And we always talk about the dangers of cell phones and how they're essentially a Trojan horse into captivating the minds of millions and and misguiding people and everything else. But one of the interesting thing things are is with the Twitter files coming out and the drops that 
Elon's been doing over the past six months and exposing that. I think that that puts Facebook in the crosshairs. That puts TikTok in the crosshairs for we're coming for them next. And these House of Representatives are getting privy to how this system works, how this scam has been working. So I think by them pushing this through and banning TikTok and doing all of this stuff, it's simply a way for them, just like you said, of, of covering their tracks because they know yeah, that yeah, they're just buying, they're buying time until next year. Absolutely. hundred percent. Right. So in that shifting gears, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the local stuff. You, you had some interesting things. Of, you're going to be meeting McCarthy soon, right? Or talking with McCarthy. No, no, no. So, no, so I was invited by Mickey Whithoff along with, she, she requested, um, uh, a meeting with Kevin McCarthy. He granted that meeting and his staff reached out to her and asked her who wants to attend with her. And so she asked for me to attend and then Dave Summerall from Stop Hate to attend the, the meeting with Kevin, Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And that was in place, uh, you know, a week up until basically a week prior when they asked, well, actually a week prior they asked. And then up until Wednesday of this, this week, um, it was, everything was a go. And then midday Wednesday, by the way, the meeting was Thursday afternoon, midday Wednesday, he gets a response saying that, um, Speaker McCarthy only wants to meet with you. He does not want to meet with, uh, he doesn't want to have Ivan Raikland there and Dave Summerall. I wonder why like, you guys can come to your own conclusions. But if you read my sub stack where I've outlined 13 specific sub stacks, of transgressions committed by Speaker, Mc well, now Speaker McCarthy, but before he became Speaker, it was the leverage that we had in order to e educate the country that this guy isn't like clean as a whistle. Yep. I use what's known as in the intel profession to get a top secret clearance. You go through these adjudicative guidelines that the that the national security apparatus uses to determine someone's level of risk. And if you're putting someone as the number three in this instance as the top legitimate official within our federal government, because the other two are wholly 100% illegitimate, then you want to have somebody that is clean fully, right? Mm -hmm. Financially, you know, from the 13 aspects. I don't know, maybe caught wind of that, didn't want me in there, but whatever. Uh, when I'm, you know, when I'm in an official proceeding, I'm a very professional individual and I use professional language uh, for p people that know me and where I've seen me testify. But needless to say, he didn't allow us to be there, but to Mickey's credit, he knocked it out of the park. Yep. He had a 30-minute meeting from 2.30 to 3 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, One American News was outside to report on it to get, get her perception. I put it out on my social media now that I have Twitter back as of yesterday for my first account. Hey, Ivan, hold uh, on real, real quick. we got to go to a hard break here real quick. Buddy. Listen, not comply. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back. I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slacking. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, last segment we have is special guest Ivan Ranklin on the phone, doing great, great work all around the country. He's traveling, getting in the faces of these tyrants, 
holding their feet to the fire and really doing and setting a prime example of what we all as Americans should be doing with the inactive engagement of this animated contest of liberty of this great American system as it's being dismantled and undermined by these communist predators all over and getting in the faces of them and just simply shining a flashlight on them with how great that's able to do and what that they scurry yeah. back like uh, I like to shine about a trillion lumens on each one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, and, that's a few yeah and so doing that active engage uh-huh. in that you're talking uh before we went to break you were talking about um with the oan reps being there uh with mccarthy and and kind of the successes that kind of went yeah, around so- that meeting go ahead yeah, I mean, I think this week was massive, absolutely huge. Like, I don't know have the words to describe how much of a pivot this is going to is going to take place in our fight against these commies. Because when Kevin McCarthy had his meeting with Ashley Babbitt's mom, Mickey Whithoff, uh, and then obviously one American News I mentioned that before the break that they covered it. Well, guess what? She provided him a couple things, and then he provided her with a few promises in response, which was. He's going to watch the video of Michael Byrd completely stone cold, intentionally murdering for the first time in our nation's history. And the only time in our nation's history where someone was murdered inside of the Capitol in 247 years in our country's history. That is the importance of Ashley Babbitt's murder. You don't just brush it under the rug. Unacceptable. He's going to be removed as a speaker in short order if he does not move swiftly to address this issue. Mm -hmm. This is the number one issue within the Patriot movement, hands down, because the reason why she was murdered, there's a couple components, and I put her like a lengthy tweet on his obligations to America next week that we expect of him. And that includes that Ashley Babbitt was there representing election justice uh, rally attendee to basically demanding that and explaining that the election in 2020 was illegally conducted, illegally certified at the state level, and after uh, they silenced her with the murder, it was illegally certified at the federal level because of no quorum. I've been talking about this. Yeah. And so, how did that occur? Why did that? Why did Michael Byrd murder her? It's because the FBI director Chris Ray was the one that directed his Elvis Chan and Joe Pienska III in the San Francisco field office to coordinate with the previous general counsel of the FBI, Jim Baker, to manipulate Twitter 1.0 to curate and censor the entire discourse of all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc., to make sure that the populace in America had this mental disorder known as TDS. It was all done by the FBI. Yep. And one of the targets of that was a U.S. Capitol Police officer, Michael Byrd, that ended up shooting out of fear, right? He's thinking that, oh, my gosh, uh, Babbitt. And then also Lila Morris was also a victim of that curated, manipulated PDS injected into her brain to brutalize and beat and murder Roseanne Boylan. That is the frame that everybody needs to understand now that we have the Twitter files. That is the only logical explanation of what occurred. And Kevin McCarthy has a, a list of things that he needs to watch the video. He'll come to a conclusion himself because he said he didn't even watch it. That's There's a laundry list of things uh, that I'm not going to go into detail, but you can take a look at my Twitter. And then the other thing I'll mention is if you go to the Twitter, it's just my last name or 
first and last name because I have two accounts now. How do you spell your last uh, name? Bottom line is I'm putting something out later today, uh, shortly after we hang up here, that is going to really amplify uh, a possibility where we're going to have a redo of the joint session hey, Ivan, on January 6th. Ivan, real quick, quickly, please, for our listeners, though, spell out the uh, your full, full name on Twitter so that people yeah. will, will know how to spell it properly. Yeah, absolutely. My last name is spelled R-A-I-K-L-I-N. For the military folks, Romeo Alpha India, Kilo <laughs> Lima India November. <laughs> you know, that's if something. If you want we- to throw it to Ivan in front of that, it'll end. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's one of the things that we didn't uh, touch on when we on the introduction. Uh, can you give us the elevator pitch real quick on your background? Of course, we know who you are and love you, but uh, not everybody listening may be familiar yeah, with so you. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, I spent quarter of a century in our national security system as a intelligence professional, tactical, operational, strategic human. Uh, was a human intelligence, counterintelligence analysis. Taught it at the premier institution in our intel community on analysis, and then I also commanded a detachment company level as a Green Beret uh, officer, and I retired as a lieutenant colonel Green Beret. also did some tech scouting uh, on AI, mixed reality gaming in Silicon Valley as my last reserve assignment, and also I'm a constitutional lawyer. So I'll put that together. Constitutional lawyer meets Green Beret equals America's law offensive coordinator that focuses on deep state marauding. Equals watch out. Watch out, deep state, because <laughs> Ivan's coming. But but it's not just about you. Hold on, it's it's about it's Ivan's about coming. Yeah, it's about all of us. I shouldn't sing. Getting together, um, and and really understanding these the way that these guys operate in the shadows, and the way that they're able to kind of manipulate people into into thinking that they're bigger than they are. But it really just shining that light and getting in their face really does a lot of damage to them. Because the way that they have to roll out this agenda, now they're starting to expose the agenda, you know, legalized pedophilia in California and, you know, doing all of these things, they're trying to set the precedent that that's okay and that's, and that's what it is. But it's really telling and coming out. To, and so, yeah. Go ahead. Here's the, the default response of a, a person with an R by their name. They pass a law that says, oh, we're not going to allow that. How about not being a toxic, feckless, stone-cold coward like your, 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 your Messiah, Mike Pence, and actually be a man and a leader Yeah, and actually do the following? Any school board that put a face toilet on a child, you're going to be charged with child endangerment, asphyxiation, and, I mean, you're going to have medical rape on your resume when you're out there after you're fired from your job as a school board attendee. God, that's All a great these idea. Promoting what you just said. That is a great it's idea. It's not stopping it. It's you are now a criminal for doing it. Yep. And you're never going to do it again. And your family is going to be ruined for your stupid decision making. That is what needs needs to happen. You know, we were and talking I'm be about making that. sure that that happens. We were talking about that a little bit in the first segment, actually, Ivan, how I get asked to come to these school board meetings. And, you know, there's probably, you know, 10,000, 12,000 parents that are in that school district. And I turn around, there's 40 of them in the room. And then, and, you know, a handful of them are complaining about CRT and the porn that's being put into the schools and teaching kids, you know, that they can be, you know, He's girls and boys. Conniving, you know, race, racist thing. Oh, racist and, 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 and the transgender garbage that they're trying yeah, to tell kids they can do and all that training. And then the, the mutilation, promoting yes. mutilation. How about, you know what, if any of the school board members votes and, for, and supports 
the mutilation of children, the penalty should be mutilation of those that promote that. Yep. Meaning they can start with their own necks. Start yep. with mutilating your neck. I, I have uh, I have a little quote here for you. Just uh, one of our senators, okay, Senator Jeff Merkley. Uh, we had a chance to get rid of him, but we didn't get it done here in Oregon. But um, he sent out this, and I sent him a nice little re- retort, which I'll give you. But he says this, trans women are women, and our celebration of Women History Month must include all women. I am working to pass comprehensive federal legi- legi- legislation like the Equality Act to make sure everyone can live safely and freely as their authentic, authentic self. So I sent him an email and I said, okay, so I guess you support uh, free abortions for trans women, right? Yeah. So we're just wrapping up here, Ivan. Uh, any last words for our guests and our listeners here today? I, yeah, I got to disagree with everything that you just said there, Don, from this perspective. <laughs> and I love you like a brother, but here's I, what I'm going to say on that. The Chinese Communist Party in 2015 secured through its hack of OPM facilitated by Hussein Biden through the 10% through the big guy scheme access to Office of Personnel Management to obtain every single person that has a clearance in our national security system in the government to obtain all their most intimate files to have leverage and blackmail over everyone. Absolutely. And then they use that over the last to eight years in order to create leverage and capture all of our executive branch institutions at the highest level. And in addition to that, use them and leverage them in order to be able to take over the content creation scheme of big tech, as I already just talked about, to then make it so that, oh, it's cool to mutilate yourself. Hey, it's cool. All this radicalism that's going forth it's China manipulating the institutions that have, they have blackmail over in order to destroy our country from within. And these executives of, at these private companies, whether it's big tech, big media, get a cut in making the money as they collectively with China destroy our country from within. And yep. both sides are in on it because they have shares in those companies that are making the money hand over fist. And that's why Pro we have to take it back. making a lot of money off of brought to you by Pfizer. And that's why we have to take it back from the bottom up, one county at a time. Well, yeah, last thing, bottom up. You have to get involved at the lower level because if you only are worth $1,000, you can't go after the presidency. You can go after the precinct and maybe the county with a few of your friends. Because if you want to take over the county, you can possibly do that with 10, 12, 15 people. At the state level, you're going after billions. And at the national level, you're going after trillions. So in order to build yourself up to that level, you have to take over precincts and counties. That is how we have to do it. Absolutely. Ivan Ranklin, where do people follow you? Where do you think the best place to be? Is it your Substack or your, your Rumble or Twitter? I'd say my Substack if you want like if you want deep dive analysis on what's going on, my Substack. Ivanraiklin.substack.com. Love but it. if you want my daily musings, Telegram, Truth, and now Twitter. Um Somewhat thanks to Elon Musk, but I'll, I'll give him his credit for, for now. <laughs> All right. Hey, brother, travel safe, man. I'm really appreciate you. An eye on him, though. All right. <laughs> we're we're watching him close. Yep. Thanks, Ivan. Have a great day. Love you, brother. All right. Bye. Yeah, bye.
All right, that's Ivan Ranklin, folks. Thank you very much for listening to this carried over extended version of Non-Compliant America. We have Don here just signing off. Any last words, Don, that you want to reach out to, to the special listeners here today? You know, um, I'm, I want to encourage people to check this out. There's, there's a, a, an author named David Zaniga, and I think I'm pronouncing that right. Anyway, he's got a really interesting program called um, Tactical Civics, and I'm just diving into that. And there's the first book in, the, in kind of the starter book, if you will, is called The Great We Set. And it's pretty fascinating. It talks about how you can join Americans talking, uh, taking America back one county at a time and enforcing the Constitution at last. Anyway, I'm looking into it. You might want to check it out yourselves. Um, and thank you all very much. Yeah, thanks, Don. Thanks for coming in, and we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, appreciate you, brother. Thanks. Thanks, man.